my friend. This is your story, Once upon a time, I was a child. I was a child living in a tiny farm town in the beautiful fall. It was a lovely Saturday morning and my parents weren't awake yet. And so my brother and I were in the living room and we were beating the crap out of each other watching Saturday morning cartoons. See, he's a lot bigger than me now, but at the time, I could take that little punk and make him beg for mercy. Which meant, of course, that he had to find another way to win, and so he threw a cup of water at me. And I was livid! So I ran to get my own cup of water, but he barricaded the door so I couldn't get in. So I just stood there, fuming, listening to him giggle and listen to his stupid Saturday morning cartoons. I wanted revenge! So I sit down and I start to scheme. I concoct this absolutely brilliant plan involving a garden hose, a basketball hoop, and his bedroom. See, as a kid, logic and reason don't really bother you, and you're pretty much convinced that you're immortal. So I went outside and I gathered all of our garden hoses and I attached them together. Then I tied them around my waist and I propped the basketball hoop up against my second story window. And it didn't quite reach, so I had to go all the way back up to my room after untying the garden hoses. And I made a super sick ladder out of like my pajamas and bed sheets, and I made it fall down the rest of the way. They really shouldn't do that in movies, because it teaches kids awful things. Anyway, so I run all the way back downstairs, rewrap the garden hoses around my waist, and I start climbing up the basketball hoop. I latch onto it with my toes and my fingers, and I lean back so I can get the best angle. I'm experienced at this. <laughs> About halfway up, the basketball hoop starts getting really shaky. But, thankfully, my makeshift ladder takes me the rest of the way and I catch onto my window ledge and I drag myself into my room on my stomach. I collapse onto the floor, burning with my first victory, and I lug the massive garden hoses after me and I start dragging them down the hallway to my brother's room. He was going to regret throwing that cup of water for the rest of his life. I set the garden hoses down in the middle of his floor they just barely managed to reach. And I run all the way back downstairs and I turn on the water. And then I take my sweet time walking back up, grinning like a maniac and picturing a magnificent wall of water hitting him when he opens the door like one in one of his goofy cartoons that he watches. But to my absolute devastation when i come in the water isn't piling up in his room like it's supposed to it's sinking into the carpet and i was so mad i start trying to layer his stuff underneath but the water just keeps sinking through the carpet and disappearing into the unknown and this goes on for like 20 minutes and then i hear it the most blood-chilling scream coming from right underneath me. I'm halfway down the stairs when I see my mother standing in our kitchen, screaming pure fury and outrage and holding bowls to catch the water that's pouring through the ceiling. <laughs> so I run all the way back upstairs, drag the hoses back down the hall, out the window, then I run to the bathroom that's next to my brother's room and I shove stuff into the toilet until I get it to overflow. 
And wouldn't you know, I got away with it too. And I've never told anyone in my family that story. So if you're listening, neener, neener, neener. <laughs> okay, there is a point to the story though. Because once you, as the writer, have a hero with a flaw, and that hero has a desire and an opponent, the next thing that your hero needs, and step four of seven in our story plan, is a plan. It doesn't matter if it's a vague plan or if it's so intense it has to be written out for the audience to see. In the story I just told, I was the flawed hero with a desire and an opponent. And frankly, my plan was awful. <laughs> but with some kind of action plan, you without some kind of action plan, you won't have any forward momentum in your story. Just like your goal, your plan will span the entire length of your story. John Truby writes that the plan should be specifically focused towards defeating the opponent and reaching the goal. So how do we formulate a plan for the hero? Well, each plan is going to be unique for each story. But I did find some very helpful tips from another goal creation website. I don't know why, but it's always the non-writers who have the best writing advice. According to this weirdly nice old man named Brian Tracy, he was seriously adorable. He was like a big gray teddy bear. It's weird. Um, anyway, he had six steps to creating an action plan for achieving a goal. I'm going to read them and not all of them are going to apply like directly, but w I'll, I'll kind of explain each one. Okay, so step one is to decide exactly what you want. You have to be specific. So this is going to be your hero's goal. Make sure it's clear and very well defined. The audience should be able to tell if it has been won or lost at any given time. Step two is to write down your goals. State them and make them real. So in our world, this is going to be having your hero and other characters state the goal in some way so that there's no going back, making it real. Step three is to set a deadline. We've already talked about this a little bit in goal creation, but Besides having a big time constraint, you're also going to want many multiple deadlines that make the big deadline feel more real. Step four, you're going to make a list of what you have to do to get to your final destination. This one is really helpful for you as the writer. Think about what different obstacles your hero is going to encounter. Think about different allies they would need, different skills that would be required. This is going to be brilliant for helping you plan the rest of your story. Step five is to schedule a comprehensive plan. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay, but I, th I think I figured it out. So think about the priority of your obstacles. Think about their sequence. Make sure that they're leading up to a climax. This is going to be a little bit different from actual goal creation where it doesn't really matter in what order you achieve things, but it does matter for you as the writer because you don't want to start at 10. You're going to start at one and work your way up. That way you get this, this nice build that ends in a really satisfying way. Step six, you're going to take action and work every day towards your goal. For plot, this means spacing out the achievements of your goal. Make sure you budget key victories and losses throughout the story. If you have all of the victories at the beginning and they achieve the goal, then that's the end of your story. <laughs> once, once the action plan has been fulfilled all the way, your story's over. So make sure that you're budgeting it so that you don't have too many victories at one point, but you're also not dragging it out too much. You'll figure it out. I believe in you. 
And let me know how it goes, darling. I do love our little talks. I am Julie Elaziv, and I will see you next week at your Storyteller Outpost. What, what? Over already? Well, back to the ordinary world with you. <laughs> Go on, and make it a better place, Storyteller.